वेलकम टू द सुपर क्वेश्चन क्लब अलाइनिंग बॉडी माइंड एंड सोल विद योग सूत्र ऑफ पतंजलि फोर्टी नाइन्थ सूत्र चैप्टर वन श्रुतानुमान प्रज्ञाभ्यामन्य विषया विशेषार्थ तत्वात इन द स्टेट ऑफ निर्विचार समाधि एन ऑब्जेक्ट इज एक्सपीरियंस्ड इन इट्स फुल परस्पेक्टिव बिकॉज इन दिस स्टेट knowledge is gained direct without the use of the senses inference or teachings patanjali says this truth bearing knowledge and wisdom is distinct from and beyond the knowledge gleaned from books testimony or inference this wisdom is gained first hand through cosmic insight through knowing perception is instantaneous it is a special direct knowledge knowing arising from the soul not from the perception of the senses or from the ordinary intellect knowledge is indirect knowing is direct knowledge is through many mediums it is not reliable knowing is immediate without any medium only knowing can be reliable this distinction has to be remembered knowledge is like a messenger comes and tells something to us the messenger may have misunderstood the message or the messenger may have dropped forgotten something or may have added his own interpretations into it or the messenger may be simply cunning and deceptive and we have to rely on the messenger we don't have any direct approach to the source of the message this is knowledge knowledge is not reliable and not only one messenger is involved in our knowledge but four man is behind many closed doors imprisoned first knowledge comes to the senses then the senses carry it through the nervous system it reaches to the brain and then the brain delivers it to the mind and then the mind delivers it to us to the consciousness it is a vast process and we don't have any direct approach to the source of knowledge it will be apt to talk about phantom pain here pain that appears to be coming from a body part say a toe that has been amputated is no longer there doctors once believed that this post amputation phenomenon was a psychological problem but experts now recognize that these real sensations originate in the nervous system and the brain the nerve that is carrying the message of the pain in the amputated toe is still carrying it it is trembling in the same way as it should tremble if there was a toe and there was pain in it and when the nerve is bringing the message of course the brain has to decode it the brain has no way to check whether the nerve is carrying a right message or a wrong message real unreal the brain cannot come out and check the nerve the brain has to depend on the nerve and the brain decodes it to the mind now the mind has no way to check the brain 
one has simply to believe it and the mind delivers the knowledge to the consciousness now the consciousness suffers for a toe which doesn't exist this is what is called maya the world doesn't exist as it is said and we are suffering terribly suffering for something which doesn't exist this is how the mechanism functions of knowledge it is very difficult in this process to check the authenticity unless we come out of ourselves mind cannot do that because the mind cannot exist outside the body it has to depend on the brain it is rooted in the brain the brain cannot do it because the brain is rooted in the whole nervous system it cannot come out only at one point the possibility exists to check and that is at the consciousness level consciousness is not rooted in the body the body is just an abode in nirvichar samadhi this happens thoughts cease the connection between the mind and the consciousness is cut because thought is the connection our consciousness now can float out and in all doors are open there is no hindrance on its path now direct knowledge is possible direct knowledge is knowing now we can see immediately without any messengers between us and the source of knowledge we will discuss this sutra further tomorrow welcome to the super quotient club aligning body mind and soul with yoga sutra patanjali 49th sutra chapter 1 shruta anuman pragya bhyam anya vishaya visheshaarth tatvat the knowledge gained from our senses scriptures testimony and reasoning is merely preparing the ground the revelation through nirvichar samadhi is the knowing that takes one to realization patanjali says the scriptures cannot take us to realization we can read all the vedas and yet will not realize anything but when we practice their teachings then we attain to that state which realizes what the scriptures say which penetrates where reason cannot go and where the testimony of others cannot avail it is the knowing this is what is meant by this sutra that realization is real knowledge and all the rest is only preparation hearing lectures or reading books or reasoning is merely preparing the ground it is knowledge not the knowing intellectual ascent and intellectual descent are not knowing the yogis say that we can go beyond our direct sense perception and beyond our reason too man has in him the faculty the power of transcending his intellect even and that power is in every being every creature by the practice of yoga that power is aroused and then we transcend the ordinary limits of senses reasons and directly perceive things 
which are beyond all reason. When we come out of our prison of senses, we encounter a vast ocean of formless beauty, truth, goodness. It is called Sat Chit Anand, that which is, that which is beautiful, that which is good, that which is blissful. This is direct perception, Apruksha Anubhuti, immediate knowing. It is a tremendous phenomenon when our consciousness comes out and looks at a flower. We cannot imagine because it is not part of imagination. We cannot believe what happens. When the consciousness can look direct to the flower, for the first time the flower is known. And not only the flower, through the flower, the whole existence. In a small pebble, the all is hidden. In a small leaf, dancing in the wind, the whole dances. In a small flower, by the side of the road, the whole has a smile. Otherwise, all our knowing is indirect. Depends on messengers which are not very reliable. Cannot be. Their very nature is unreliable. Why? Our hand touches something. Now the hand is an unconscious thing. From the very beginning, an unconscious part of us takes the message. Now through the nerves, the message travels. Nerves are not conscious. They don't have any intelligence. From the first to the second, much must have changed. The hand carries the work in a mechanical way, robot-like. The message is delivered and much has changed already. The nerves take it to the brain and brain decodes it. And brain is not also very much intelligent because brain is part of the body. It is the other end of the hand. Brain is also not alert. Brain is just like a computer. Something is fed to it it decodes, it is a mechanism. Brain is a mechanism and by the discovery of computers, it has become perfectly clear that brain is a mechanism. It has no intelligence in it. Then the brain accumulates whole information, decodes it, gives the message to the mind. Our mind has a little intelligence, very little that too, because our mind is not alert. Our hand is mechanical, our brain is mechanical, our nervous system is mechanical and our mind is asleep, as if drunk. So from one unconscious to another unconscious and then finally to a drunkard, the message reaches. And then this drunkard, half asleep, half awake, interprets it according to the past because there is no other way. According to the past, the mind interprets the present. Everything is going wrong because the present is always new and the mind is always old. But there is no other way. The mind cannot do anything else. It has accumulated much knowledge in the past through these same unconscious messengers, as unreliable as anything. And that past is brought to the present. And the present is understood through the past. Everything goes wrong. 
it is almost impossible to know anything through this process that's why the whole world that is known through this process is maya illusion dream like it is we have not known the reality yet these four messengers won't allow us and we don't know how to avoid these messengers or how to come out into the open this is the state of the ignorant mind the state of the unenlightened in nirvichar samadhi this whole state is shattered we suddenly come out of this whole mechanism we don't rely on it we simply drop the whole mechanism we come directly to the source of knowledge we look immediately to the flower this is possible this is possible only in the highest state of meditation nirvichar when thoughts cease thought is the link when thought ceases the whole mechanism ceases and we are separate suddenly we are no more imprisoned we are not looking through the keyhole we have come out into the world under the sky open we look at things as they are and we will see that things don't exist they were our interpretations we will discuss this further tomorrow welcome to the super quotient club aligning body mind and soul with yoga sutra patanjali 49th sutra chapter 1 shruta anuman pragya bhyam anya vishaya visheshartha tatvat in nirvichar samadhi when the senses are not used the infinity is known and the full perspective is attained freedom comes through understanding the more we understand the more we become free we tend to see things from limited perspectives limited keyholes even a single new keyhole and the whole perspective changes and we come to know things which we have never known not even imagined not even dreamed how can be our perspective bigger than the range of our eyes how can be our touch bigger than what our hands can feel and how can be a sound deeper than our ears impossible the eyes ears nose are keyholes through them we are looking at reality and suddenly we jump out of ourselves in nirvichar for the first time the vastness the infinity is known now the full perspective is attained the beginning is not there the end is not there there are no boundaries in existence it is unbounded there are no limitations all limitations belong to our senses they were given by the senses existence itself is infinite in all directions we go on and on and on there is no end to it that is the concept of brahma brahma means that which goes on expanding the very word brahma means that which goes on expanding 
the expanse is Brahma. We cannot call Brahma God because God is very limited a concept. Brahma is not God. And by Brahma, the very word simply means the vastness, the expanse. We cannot exhaust it. When the full perspective is attained, then for the first time, the subtlest ego that was still clinging to us disappears, drops. With such vastness, how can we cling to the ego? It simply disappears like a dewdrop in the morning when the sun rises. When the perspective is full, we disappear. This is the point to be understood. We are because the perspective is narrow. Narrower the perspective, the bigger the ego. Blinder the person, the bigger the ego. No perspective, there exists perfect ego. When the perspective grows, ego gets smaller and smaller. When the perspective is perfect, ego simply is not found. With Nirvichar, when thoughts drop, the third thing to drop is the thingness. Suddenly, there is nothing at all. Thingness disappears. Suddenly, the whole world is full of beings, not things. Beautiful beings, supreme beings, because they all participate into the ultimate being of God. Definitions disappear, separation disappears. All separation existed because of the mechanism. If we look at an object with full perspective, the object becomes a being and is joined from every part of it with the infinity. It cannot exist without that. Nothing exists independently. There is no individuality. Individuality is just an interpretation. Everywhere the whole exists. Suddenly we see a tree, a rock, the birds, the clouds, the sky. Not separate, everything joined together. Everybody is a member of everybody else. The whole world becomes a net of consciousness. Millions and millions of consciousnesses, luminous, kindled from within, every house lighted. Bodies disappear because bodies belong to the world of things. Forms are there, but they are no more material. They are forms of moving dynamic energy. They go on changing. That is what is happening. We were a child, now we are young, and now we are old. What is happening? We don't have a fixed form. The form is continuously flowing and changing. A child is becoming a young man, the young man is becoming old, the old is moving into death. Then we suddenly see, birth is not birth, death is not death. These are changing forms and the formless remains the same. And that's the beauty and the mystery. 
then life is one a vast ocean of life neither exists birth nor death that which exists is birthless and deathless eternal this is how it looks when we come out of the mind that is the most graceful moment the most blissful grace descends flowers shower the whole celebrates that one more has attained one more traveler has reached home